1,800 seconds. The show that's funnier than a barrel of monkeys that are drunk. Uh, you, you know, earlier today I fell down and hit my nose on the sidewalk. It hurt a lot. Uh, sometimes when I sleep, I, I dream of funny things. <laughs> uh, you, uh, hello and welcome. Uh, Hi, I'm Johan Flat, the science man. And this monologue is not funny. It sure isn't. Here at 1800 Seconds, we have to be careful not to contaminate our show with any non-funny particulate substances. That's why we turn to the most advanced scientific technology possible. We turn to the Gig Letron. Wow, that's big! That's right, Bapo. It needs to be. The Giglatron can complete over 6 billion microscans a second, and its triple-point titration system can recalibrate every chuckle in both solid, liquid, and gas stage. And it's over 95% efficient. Hey, Johan, Johan. I've got a script I've written out. I was wondering if you could help me out with it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's basically about a guy who puts uh, celery and peanut butter together. Hmm. Let's run that through the Giglatron. Let's see what we get. First, you turn it from scan for terrorists to make funny. And then you put it in the in slot. <laughs> I think it's ready. Instead of your non-funny celery sticks with peanut butter, uh -huh. we get celery sticks with gravy. Hey, hey, that is funny. It sure is. <laughs> Thank you, Giglatron. Johan, 1800 Seconds got a letter. We got a letter? What's it say? You and your show sucks. 1800 Seconds sucks at Hotmail.com. Well, that's not very funny, is it? It sure is it. Let's run that through the Giglatron and see what we get. Oh, I think it's ready. Instead of your non-funny letter saying we sucks, we get a poster of a gorilla. It sure is, Bapo. Oh, thanks. Hey, Johan, uh, I wrote the script, but I don't think it's funny enough. It's about a guy who, walk, who runs around um, throwing routes at people, but he has to talk in rhyme to defend himself. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I think we should run that through the Giglatron as well. Let's put that in the in slot. Oh, all right. All right. So now, instead of your non-funny script about someone throwing rocks, we have Homer's the Iliad. That's not funny. Well, as I said, that's only 95% efficient, so that would explain why some of our skits aren't funny. There you go. Hmm. Hey, Johan. Yes, Papa. What would happen if I always heard a Giggletron? Let's find out, Papa. Are you ready, Papa? You okay, Bapo? Let's see what we got. Instead of the science sidekick that's everyone's favorite, we get Bapo the rubber chicken. Now that's funny. Now sit back, enjoy another episode of 1800 Seconds.
there, folks, and welcome to Homemaker for Men. Now, my name's Bud, and this here's Chuck. Say hi, Chuck. Hey. Yup, that's right. And what we're here is about is a new kind of a show about doing stuff around the house, but in a manly kind of way. Take breakfast, for example. Now, I take my bread, you know, a couple slices of bread, throw in the toast just like that, like any other guy would do. But what you do is I want you to crank it up to maybe three, four thousand degrees hotter than the blazes. I don't care. Burn it up. Then what you do in the meantime, while you're waiting for that toast, go ahead and grab a couple of eggs, squash them up real nice and slimy like I got my hands off full of nonsense. Slime that up, shells and all. Now, that looks pretty good, you know, you can put that down. Now, I got some prepared already. Chuck helped me out, some raw egg, and we got some good old toast. Look pretty good? Yeah. Damn right. What you do is take that blacker than oil-soaked asphalt toast, Take a box too, I don't care. Bite it up, what you do is take down that slimy egg, wash it down. Mm. That is some mighty fine eggs. Put some real hair right on your chest. Hell, if you want, throw a little cigarette in there for some seasoning, you know. Really put you into the right spirits. Now, while you got your hands off, Slimy, let's move on to mending. Because what I say is, if you can't mend your own clothes, you ain't a tough guy. Give me them pants. You see some chuck pants here. They've been through God knows what. They got holes in them and stuff. Give me them tin snips. To do need some tools around your house, you know. Grab yourself some tin snips. Cut that mend nice and clean. So you got a nice place like that. Then take your hammer, which you have on you at all times. Take a couple good nails. These good nails, Chuck? Yep. That's right, Chuck's right. Take a couple nails. What you do is line that mend right up and start whacking away just like that. A couple more nails ought to do it. And that mend is going to be good as new. No needle required. Look at that. A million bucks are falling out, but it's a million bucks. Perfect mend. Now, if you want to seal it up nice and watertight, what you do is take yourself some caulk. Put that right around the man just like that. And I tell you what, you could walk through a marsh in Vietnam, you could walk in the trenches, and you'd still be a fine soldier. Yep. That's right. Now, moving on to kids. Give me a kid. We got ourselves a kid here, it's yapping and screaming. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't want to deal with dirty diapers, so what you do is, instead of dirty diapers, grab yourself some tape, wrap hey, it up. It's time to watch Beaches the movie. Uh, just give me a second, honey, I'm almost. Well, anyway, my wife's a calm, so. Give me that tape, I'll wrap up this baby. It ain't gonna poop no more. That's home cooking for men. You have yourself a good night and be a tough man. Yep. That's right. So long. Wonder what time it is. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> hey everybody, you've got crap on your dial. KRAP 93.7 FM. And you're just in time for the Hoth traffic report. But isn't Hoth devoid of life forms? Hey, hey! What's that say? <laughs> Who do they think they are? <laughs> Jerk. sleep at night, despite Jishki's atmosphere of fear and refreshment. <laughs> In tonight's news, American scandal, British scandal, local scandal, and just all sorts of nasty things. President Clinton was dealt a major blow today when a group of historians ranked his presidency as average. The real damage, however, came when they ranked his moral leadership dead last among all presidents to which another, more apathetic group of historians replied, duh. <laughs> Moving on, a cook for Queen Elizabeth II was fired last week after following, following comments she made about being able to easily poison the stuffy matriarch. The rest of the free world watched with rapt attention and wondered what kind of world it would be without the powerful British monarchy. In sports, the ISU men's basketball program has been given the mark of a truly up-and-coming organization. You certainly mean their top 25 ranking, don't you, Jeff? Oh no, I'm talking NCAA rules violations investigation. Go team! In campus news, seven journalism students packed into a two-door coupe for a trip to the mall. Reached for comment, one of the students said, Yeah, we were pretty crowded. <laughs> Moving along in other news, appear to be having some sort of interruption. I am self-appointed leader of all crows in area. We shall continue the bombardment of your puny little campus, unless you give in to the following demands. Demand number one, release Toucan Sam from all contracts with the Kellogg's Corporation. Demand number two, pay Heckle and Jekyll one million dollars in royalties from their appearance on Dumbo. And three, bring me the head of Alfredo Garcia. 
or any other second-rate dictator shall do. Give in to our demands, or let this be a warning to you. You have 24 hours to comply. That is all. Goodbye. Folks, I don't know. Keep a lookout. Here, with some commentary on a little-known group on campus, is Dr. Dangerous. Dr. Dangerous? Hello. I am Dr. Dangerous from the Intercampus Superhero Supervillain Coalition. And I am here to talk to you about a very serious issue. There have been quite a few allegations going around that we need to address. First of all, all superheroes slash villains do not use steroids. That assumption is offensive on its face. We have been thoroughly investigated by the National Superhero Supervillain Coalition and found to be clean. Secondly, just because I am a supervillain doesn't mean that I cheat on tests in class that I have with you. I mean, if I'm going to rule the world someday, I need an education too. <laughs> Thirdly, Superman is not the only superhero. He certainly is good, but come on, a Superman? A little presumptuous, don't you think? Back to you, Jeff. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Dangerous. That was very insightful. And pay attention to your superheroes slash villains on campus. And since TV is such a visual medium, we here at the Lockout Report thought we'd bring you your world in pictures. Heidi Klum was caught on film trying to finish Mike Tyson's unfinished business. The Holyfield Klum rematch is scheduled for midsummer. Senator John McCain and a crowd of onlookers were stunned earlier this week when Uncle Sam reached out to shake John McCain's hand and then smacked him in the face hard. And sadly this week, Al Gore was shot in the back on a visit to New York. Does not appear to affect his chances for gaining the nomination. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Lockhart Report. Hope you join us next time when I'll visit with the Pope and we'll take a nostalgic look back at my facial hair. Good night. Theirs was a story of fame and fortune gone horribly awry. They were the voice of a generation that seemed to fade away into the shadows. Tonight, we tell a story about three little chipmunks who made it to superstardom and fell from center stage. Alvin, your act started out innocently with Christmas carols and old favorites, but then you switched to a punk rock image in the late 80s. What happened? It's hard to say, Scott. We heard a lot of people on a rise to the top. For that, we're truly sorry. Now, Alvin, do you remember what happened in a Miami nightclub, September 9th, 1985? Yes. That was the first time you were ever arrested for illegal drug possession, wasn't it? You were 12 years old, and you were already addicted to cocaine. And there are rumors flying around that you were experimenting with LSD. What was going on in that crazy little head of yours? All I can remember back then was that I wanted more. I had money. 
but I really didn't care where it went. <laughs> Cars, booze, women, drugs. It all didn't matter, as long as I was high. <laughs> now, Alvin, I'd like you to see what your brothers had to say about your addiction. This was taken from an interview we did two months ago. Now, Simon, what was happening to you? <laughs> sinking lower and lower. Well, that was the same year that I came out of the closet. <laughs> you say I had a tough time in my life. There was a lot of adjustment going on. There was a lot of hate mail at first, unfortunately. But uh, I had to be the chipmunk that I am, deep down in my heart. After that, all the rumors started getting out about Chip and Dale and that beautiful night in the hotel with the so well, anyways, I was just sick of hiding, and I just want to get it all out, let them know who I really am, the real Simon. <laughs> that was a totally different <laughs> Scott. I was dealing with chronic depression and an eating disorder I just couldn't seem to shake. <laughs> but somehow, I survived. Now, Theodore. There were some rumors that you had undergone a little bit of plastic surgery. <laughs> With Alvin in jail, it was a dangerous time to be a chipmunk. <clears throat> I just wanted to escape that persona and just be Theodore. But you can't run away from who you really are. <laughs> it's beautiful. I know. <laughs> now I know this is hard for you, but where was your manager during these tough times? Where was Dave? <laughs> Our real father left us when we were very young. So Dave was really the only family we ever knew. I mean, those first couple years, they were great. But after that fourth year, Dave really stopped caring about the, the music. It was all about doing the right commercials and signing the right endorsements. Two years later, we had run off to Tijuana with a hooker and six million dollars of our money. We never saw Dave again. Final nail in the coffin for the band was when you, Alvin, were arrested for a homicide in Seattle. Can you tell us all a little about what happened? This is really hard for me to talk about. But for you, Scott. I was drunk, as usual. And I remember this guy, he started making fun of Simon, calling him the gay chipmunk. <laughs> so angry, I just ran up and shoved him. He hit me with a beer bottle. And after that, everything happened so fast. I didn't know what to do. And the next thing I knew, I had this dead man lying in my arms. Alvin and the Chipmunks doing now? Well, the three of us have moved into a loft in LA. We're trying to work our way back into the industry. Hopefully we'll have another spot in the new Britney Spears CD. So you might want to check that out. Other than that, 
We're taking things one step at a time. It's important that we stick together. After all, we're, we're family. There you have it. They made their way from the bottom to the top to the bottom. And now they're climbing their way up one more time. <laughs> Welcome to Injection Connection! I'm your host, Gary Winkler, but the ladies like to call me Chef! Hey, hey, let me tell you a little about our show! It's not like your regular game show. We take our contestants backstage and inject them with secret chemicals. <laughs> it's more fun than tripping the elderly. Well, let's pass along to our uh, guy to be. Ted! How you doing there, Ted? Hi, Chef. I'm Ted. I'm a 22-year-old graduate student in finance. Okay, let's meet our contestants. <laughs> Contestant number one, let's hear a little about yourself. Well, my name's Becky, and my boobs are fake. I mean, last night I wet the bed. <laughs> Make it stop! Whoa! <laughs> Becky's been injected with... Ho-ho! Let's move on to contestant number two. Hi, Gary. <laughs> my name's Julie, and um, I just wanted to say hi to my sorority sister back at Chi Omega. <laughs> I think we all know what she's been injected with. Ho-ho. And let's hear it for Jamie. She's in journalism. Oh. Let's see what she has to say. Hey, hey. Okay, let's let the injection connection begin. Fire away those questions, Ted. Contestant number one. Uh, sometimes I forget things. What's the worst thing you've ever forgotten? Well, this morning I forgot to put on my deodorant. And contestant number two smells like tuna fish. <laughs> I am so sorry. But you look like Janet Reno on a bad morning. <laughs> oh, question number two. Uh, contestant number two. I think a woman's hair really says who she is. How do you wear your hair and why? Uh, which hair are you referring to? <laughs> <laughs> ho ho, question number three. Uh, contestant number three. Uh, I've been to Europe and I like to hear women's accents. Why don't you give me your best French maid coming to serve me? <laughs> All right, moving right along. This is our final lightning round question where all other contestants are eliminated. Fire away, Ted. All right, contestant number three. What do you look for in a man and why? What do you guys do to me? Uh-oh, looks like she needs a booster. All right, next contestant. Uh, contestant number two, same question. I like to wrestle my man for the remote and watch Die Hard and Bruce Willis kick butt. <laughs> Speaking of butts, if you don't look good in Wranglers, honey, it just ain't happening. 
Contestant number one. Hmm. I like Die Hard. Uh, contestant number one, what do you look for in a man? Man? I'm a lesbian. I mean, I want what she has. No, I want her. I want contestant number three. <laughs> Uh-oh, before we make our final choice, Ted, you're going to have to take a little bit of this mystery vial. <coughs> Tastes like burning. Uh, uh, I want to love. Oh, contestant number two, you are the new winner. <laughs> That's the end of the show. Meet us next time at Injection Connection. <laughs> More like, ah, ah, I, oh, my eyes are burning. Ah, oh, oh. Well, that was the same night that we were, uh, crap. Why did you find me? Did you find me? Good stuff.